You are listening to the Team Flower Podcast, where we talk about flowers and the people who have dedicated their lives to sharing them with the world. We believe that our work with flowers matters, and we're cheering each of you on. This podcast is brought to you by Team Flower, an online support community dedicated to educating, connecting, and empowering flower lovers worldwide. We provide online classes, in-person events, and weekly free resources designed to support you in your journey with flowers. Whether you're a professional florist, flower farmer, or simply love flowers, there's space for you here. Come join the party at teamflower.org. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Team Flower Podcast today. I'm really excited. We have two guests. It's Claudia LaPena and Julia Conrad. They are with Rococo Floral Company in Somerville, Massachusetts. Rococo is a retail and event uh, floral business whose style was born out of love for the femininity and playfulness of flowers. Claudia and Julia show this love through their designs, which are lush and bloom heavy with minimal greens and lots of delicious layers. They specifically chose to be a brick and mortar shop because one of the most exciting aspects of their business is being involved in their community, which is so beautiful. And I can't wait to dive into that a little bit more. Um, if you want to give them a follow on Instagram, you can find them at Rococo Floral Co. And then you can find them online at rococofloralco.com. Welcome ladies. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to talk with you. Yes, me too. Me too. All right. So you mentioned to me in um, your bio that your slogan is <laughs> quote life through flowers. So I really want to talk a little bit about this. What does it mean to you guys? And what is ultimately the message you're hoping to get across to your consumers? Yes. So we love being able to um, communicate with and have conversations with our customers and clients and all of our customers through flowers. So a lot of times we hear about like the occasion as to why they're buying flowers, you know, like um, bringing it to a friend as a get well or an engagement or sometimes not so happy, you know, circumstances. Um, and it really just gets the conversation going and we get to learn so much about our customers just through that, you know, portal of talking about flowers yeah Mm -hmm. and then also I mean we especially live our life yes (laughs) through flowers but also think it's a really fun way for people to bring them into their lives you know no Mm -hmm. matter whether it's like you cleaned your house and it's the cherry (laughs) on top to put on your table um or if you're having a dinner party and want to dress up you know your space for your friends like they can just be a really fun way to elevate occasions, you know, in your life. So yeah, it doesn't just have to be like weddings or, you know, anything like that. It can be really small moments um, that just like make the ambiance special. Mm, That's so beautiful. I think (laughs) that brick and mortar shops have such a, a special role in, in not just the floral industry, but just in the community, because you, like you said, you're living, you're doing life with your consumers. day to day. And I, I'm sure that you have repeat customers too, because of those relationships that you've built. Yeah. It's always really special when, you know, a past couple comes in because they had a baby and now they want to celebrate (laughs) their baby's first birthday, you know, it's something that's a really cool relationship to build, um, 
through such a pretty object. Yeah. <laughs> this year we're doing a couple of second birthdays where last year we did first birthdays for these same babies. Yes. So it's oh really it's so special. Wow. That's I hope that you're I hope that they send you pictures and stuff too. So you oh can my gosh. Oh, we have them hanging on our cooler. Yes, we oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So talk to us about who your client base is, who's coming into your shop. Yeah, so we really um, are very community-based, you know, because flowers um, are such a fresh commodity that, you know, it makes sense to go to your local flower shop. So we really do um, serve, like, the Somerville crowd, which is a lot of young professionals, um, people, I feel like, in their, like, 20s to 40s, which we love. a lot of people are super into shopping local, so they really value that in Somerville, um, or they come in to our shop because we have a lot of plants, and they're super into plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. And they're just like an artsy crowd, and um, like all of them have cats. Yes, everyone has-, <laughs> everyone has a cat. <laughs> so we learn a lot about what plants and flowers are non-toxic. Yes. Oh, ooh, can you just share a couple? In a weird niche. Well, lilies, everyone knows, are super toxic. Yes. So stay. That is a no. And you know, when we're making somebody bouquet, we will just ask, like, oh, are the person, is the person you're giving this to, do they have a cat? And they'll be like, yes. And we'll be like, great, we're staying away from this. <laughs> wow. What a neat thing to know. <laughs> just know that, yeah, yes. they all have pets. So yes. it's, yeah. I would recommend, what would I say? Like um, pepperonias. Yeah, for plants pretty. and stuff. Yeah, which we have on hand. Wow. Oh, that is so cool. All right. So here's a question for you. As you, as you guys, and we can get into how you got into the floral industry in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, But whenever you started Rococo, did you already know kind of who your client base was going to be and build your shop around that? Or did you like start your shop and then start catering the things that you carry to your client base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like something that both Claudia and I wanted to do was make flowers really accessible, like toward younger people. Mm-hmm. Like we see that a lot of shops are like more traditional or people, you know, who are more established in the area and have more money tend to just send flowers. Um, and we wanted, since Claudia and I feel so passionate about them and love them, yes. <laughs> probably, you know, a lot more than the average person. Um, <laughs> we wanted to make them something that like could be more accessible to younger people, which is kind of the Somerville crowd. So I yes. think we did build the shop with that in mind a little bit. Right. Like we um, have a flower bar in our store that changes like almost daily. Mm-hmm. And we have you know flowers that range from $2 a stem to 15. So anybody can walk in and get just, mm-hmm. a, you know, a couple or say like, oh, I have $20 to spend. Can you make me something, you know, pretty? Um, so we just love that anybody at any budget range is really able to come in and treat themselves or someone they love, you know, yeah. to something special. Mm, I love that. Okay. So someone comes in, I guess one of you can decide to answer this. Someone comes in and they say, I have $20 to spend. Will you make me a bouquet? What are you putting in it? And how many stems is it? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. I would probably (laughs) do some status, like a nice lavender or peach status. And then maybe do like a pop 
um, of like a really, you know, more luxe, like nice flower, yeah. like ranunculus or anemone, and then put a couple carnations in yes. there. Yes, we sneak carnations into everything. It's yes. Our game. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then see how that looked and kind of wrap it up. So I feel like, you know, it could be anywhere from like four stems with some filler. Mm-hmm. Um, for a twenty dollar bouquet, which in really ends pretty up looking really cute, yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, good answer. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, talk to us a little bit about your journey. Like, where did where did you guys meet, and why did you decide to open a flower shop together? Yeah. So I um had a sh- when I lived. I'm from San Diego, California, and I had this is Claudia. This is Claudia speaking. Hello. Um. I had a little uh, flower cart in San Diego when I lived there. I had that um, for about four years and then had to move uh, to Boston because my um, husband had gotten into like a grad uh, program, a master's program. So we moved out here and then I ended up just kind of freelancing for a few different florists and then landed at a company and worked there for a few years. Um, And then I had always had that like business bug in me already. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that ultimately that's what I wanted to do was have, um, uh, you know, a company of my own. And um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to follow that and pursue that. And I actually met Julia at that same company that I was at. Mm-hmm. And Julia? Yeah. So I unfortunately am not from San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did work at a marketing agency in New York. So totally not flower related. Um, but I did have to organize florals sometimes for some of the events that we would produce for our clients. So Mm -hmm. I like got really got into it through kind of, um, planning events Mm -hmm. and having flowers involved in those. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to be on that side of things. This sounds amazing. Um, and was kind of missing that like creative aspect of my life, um, since I was just managing, you know, accounts and doing a lot of Excel spreadsheets and meetings and really wanted to bring activity back. There's only so much creativity you can get with Excel, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can make it different colors and, you know, make it as pretty as possible. (laughs) The company was probably like, can you not? (laughs) Yeah. Like spending an hour just on like (laughs) color color coordination. (laughs) 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 Um, and I also have a background in, in, you know, like environmental studies. So I've worked on farms and gardens. So I've always kind of been interested in it. Um, so basically long story short, I don't know (laughs) if it's short anymore, but my boyfriend at the time lived in Boston. I lived in New York. I wanted to move to Boston and then got a job at this flower shop and then the rest is history. Yeah. That's where Julie and I met. And then we, um, just with our combined experiences decided like, okay, I think it's time that we branch out and kind of do something special. I, uh, live in Somerville. Um, Julie lives there now. Um, but we just loved the crowd and there was a really great, um, space available. So we were like, you know what, let's Let's do it. That's right. Wow. That's so fun and really neat that you guys like had different things to bring to the table to to start this business together. So what roles do you play in the business now? Well, I don't, I feel like we both wear many hats, but we settled a little into like owning some different roles. Right. So what would you say? 
I would say, so we both have like different strengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julia is like amazing with like um, client like interfacing. She She's, I really look to her. Like I have her proofread like a lot of my emails and make sure that I, you know, that I sound good. And it's so funny she says that because I love like how Claudia writes emails because it's more, com- <laughs> I feel like more conversational sometimes. Yes. And I'm more formal just because of our background. I know. Julia's always like, these need periods like you need to end sentences <laughs> so I looked at her for a lot of uh yeah like client interfacing and proposal writing um and um Julia what would you um, say yeah I feel like um Claudia definitely spearheads like the social media more mm. um because she's super into that and really good at it. I love it so we both I feel like think of ideas and are on there yes. but Claudia's always the one posting. Um, <laughs> so that's a really cool thing that you do. Thanks. And then I do some more boring, like money things. Yes. Oh my God. Julia <laughs> is the accountant of both of us. Yeah. So. She's really great at that. Um, and then we both kind of jump in on design and, you know, we both have like a, I'm so, I feel so lucky. We both kind of landed on a specific look and style that we really love and feel mm-hmm. passionate about. So mm-hmm. we are that's always great. trying to bring this vision mm-hmm. forward uh, in different ways yeah, uh, and different like clients in different situations. But we both are super passionate about like having um, a style that feels a little branded and unique to us. And yeah, we both just do our best to kind of continue to bring that in mm-hmm. everything we make. Mm, that's awesome. It's really important to... I mean, when you have a partnership with someone else, it's really important to make sure that you're on the same page, not just on the yeah. business side of things, but with the design too and the brand. So yeah, that's, that's really great. So do you guys have a team like employees in your shop too? We have a small team, but it is growing. Okay. We have currently one full-time okay. manager. Mm-hmm. So, um, her name is Heather and she's always Shout at out. the shop, well, not always <laughs> five days a week. And yeah, she's really amazing with clients mm-hmm. and, you know, with customer service and, um, chatting with everyone that comes in and then also with design. So, um, yeah, we're we joke grateful. that like working <laughs> at working in the shop is kind of like working at a bar because people come in and like, you know, you're making things in front of them. They're pointing stuff out to you. But like as you're making things, you mm-hmm. need to kind of keep the conversation going yeah. uh-huh. standing there watching you. Designing too. <laughs> so we have, I don't know. I feel like a host. Like I'm trying to like entertain people as I'm like working on their yes. orders. Um, so finding somebody who is like chatty and bubbly and can just really keep a conversation going is super mm-hmm. Yeah. important for like a sh- you know a shop position sure. yeah absolutely yeah. you guys should have a tip jar that you pop out there now yeah, I know that's true people do tip once in like a, a while. bar yeah yeah exactly <laughs> or they try to and we always say just come back yeah like if you like this just come back next time yeah oh that's really oh, yeah that's really good and give us yeah. and then we have yeah. a bunch of, um freelancers who we work with you yeah. know in the industry that's what a lot of people do so Mm -hmm. um to help us with our weddings and events um and then we also are looking to bring on another full-time person so yes who will help us with proposal writing and emails and that's just been a part of the business that I feel like we're like trying to keep our head above water when it comes to that just because we're so busy with a bunch of other things I'm sure a lot of people you know in the industry can relate to it's It's like so hands-on it's so hands-on yeah and so trying to keep track of like just um 
emails and, and getting back to people can be, um, daunting. yeah, daunting. <laughs> that's usually what we're doing. I feel like everyone gets emails from us at like midnight because that's when we finally get home yeah. and to get on our computers and send stuff out. So they're probably like, what are these girls like doing? half coherent? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, at least you have each other to spell check and grammar check. Yeah, that's that's so true. <laughs> Oh man, I was going to ask you about, because I know you have the shop and then you also do weddings. So mm-hmm. what is, how do you balance that? And do you have any systems in place um, on the back end to help you navigate all of the yeah. things? We're still figuring it out yeah. a little bit, but um, having kind of a dedicated shop um, person mm-hmm. and team, we usually have two people there every weekend um, looking over the shop part of the business and retail part while Claudia and I are more so taking care of all our weddings and events and cool. on site yeah. um, setting those up. So, and we also we, have a separate studio yes. as well that we just got this year, um, which is where we're, you know, coming to you from. Um, and that is live where we do seven. live from studio seven. Uh, we do all of our production here because our shop is so small. There's just no way we could do mm-hmm. sure. out of there. Uh, so that, yeah, just a studio has really been a game changer for us and allowed us to like really spread out and have, you know, like designated places where things live. Cause we were doing this literally like out of our houses last year. Yes. And it was like Ooh. our poor, like my poor husband and Julia's boyfriend, like it was just, they yeah. were living in a flower shop basically. So that was not fun. But for that's them. how you get started. That's you know, true. that's yeah. why we were able to get a studio. So yeah, now that we awesome. have this really big, amazing, bright studio Yay. space. We're just so thankful, so thankful for every the work we put in, you know, like last year, like out of our houses. Yes, to help us get here. <laughs> yeah. Mm, thanks for sharing that because I think, especially when you're in the middle of the hard work <laughs> of like, there's flowers all around your house and, you know, maybe you're still finding dead, dead flowers or stems under your couch or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's hard to see the the next part of the dream you know it's yeah. like look forward and see like the fruit of it um and so for you guys to to be experiencing that for the first time this year is good job first of all good job I'm really proud of you for hanging in there and working at it <laughs> yeah yeah we just believe I don't know that if we just work really really hard then good things will come of it. And as long as we keep, you know, positive and Mm -hmm. keep creative and looking for what's next, you know, and what we can do to make the business more interesting and exciting, then like good things will come. And so far it's worked out. Yeah. 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 That's what it sounds like. And I, I hope and believe that it'll just continue to, to grow and become everything that you want it to be and more. Um, but as we, I have a question, another question about your shop, kind of a fun thing. All right. Tell us five specific things that you always have there. We could probably walk into Rococo at any point in time and any season. What are you going to have? Carnations. That's one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing. (laughs) Uh, For sure. And then we have um, the, I, there was like a TikTok trend a couple years ago where everybody was like putting shower or eucalyptus in their showers oh yeah and um it's still going strong 
So every mm -hmm. week we have shower eucalyptus bundles that mm -hmm. we have ready to go. Um, and we sell out every week. So yeah. still trend is still going strong. Yes. Um, and then we always have um, plants. Like we mentioned before, we have such a plant community, plant, yes. house plant loving community, and especially plants that have pink. Oh on my God, any plant with pink, forget it. So yes. if you want a little pink on your plant, <laughs> come by, we will have some. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. And then another thing we make are we do like little preserved bud vases and bouquets. So we have like okay. a pretty nice preserved floral section. Um, actually, it's kind of cute. We get a lot of like bakers in the area mm -hmm. who come in just mm -hmm. to buy a few stems for like their cakes and cupcakes. Um, oh. And, then, you know, because we have the flower bar too, so they can get just a couple stems of fresh flowers. So anyways, mm -hmm. um, we we are very proud of our preserved flower yeah. section. And we make pre-made little uh, cute bud vases that uh, are super popular for gifts. So those are always stocked and, and ready. Mm -hmm. And then we have a oh yes <laughs> candle shelf TM. because our shop is very small. So we have to dedicate <laughs> a shelf to an so entire like line of items. Yes, which um, is a lot. <laughs> which is a lot. So we have all these different colored taper candles that okay. you know really inexpensive. For, yeah, events yeah. all the time. They're great. So we were like, wait, these would be really cool just to sell in the shop because um, they look so gorgeous with flowers for mm -hmm. weddings. Um, so we have like all different color taper candles and then some other scented candles too. Yeah. The taper candles um, are very popular. popular. Yeah. They are. I was going to ask if people, like if, if your clients are, are buying a good bit of them. Yeah. A, a lot. Yes. We're constantly restocking. So what would you say is something that um, if someone is coming into your shop to, to grab some flowers, mm -hmm. what is, what is the most likely item for them to just like, oh, and I'll get this. Oh, like the, I call it the Sephora checkout. Yeah. Line. Julia calls it Sephora yes. checkout. Oh, that's a good, <laughs> yes, that is a good analogy. With this lip gloss at Ulta. Yeah. And Claudia was like, that shade is really bad. <laughs> Not right. Yes. But it was, it was an impulse. I know it was a checkout line. It got to her. And <laughs> yeah. So what is that in our shop? We, I don't know. We rotate stuff on there and usually whatever we put out, people will buy. So if we put out cute little twinkle orchids, like people will take those. If we had like the preserved bouquets on there, people take oh, those. I know what, what bandanas. Oh my God. Bandanas. We sell, uh, there's a company called Hemlock. They make really cute uh, bandanas and all sorts, sorts of prints. Um, and those will fly too if we put yeah. them out. So, because they're kind of like a cute little add on yeah. to the flowers that people can give separately or they can tie around the bouquet. Yeah, or, that's a good idea. Yeah, so, um, yeah, those are really fun. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Okay, yeah. I'm going to change the direction a little bit because. I know that the community aspect of your business is so important and really like the root of your heart behind it. Mm -hmm. So I would love for each of you to share just a magic moment that you've experienced through someone else with flowers. Oh, oh my goodness. I feel like I've had so many um, sweet moments with people, especially when they're buying flowers for like an, um, like a sad occasion, you know, people really end up opening up to you about mm -hmm. what's going on in their lives um, or, you know, the lives of someone else. I, I've, we've had like quite a few people like cry in the shop with us. It's really, I don't know, it, I feel so 
special and personal that they would like open up to us the way that they have um just you know through the purchase of flowers and uh putting so much like emphasis on the flowers and wanting them to do so much you know is really like special um that that that's what they mean to people yeah yeah that's really that's really sweet yeah for me I thought of um we did a a photo op installation Mm -hmm. last December for the holidays we we invited people to come take their holiday photos in our shop so we did like an installation in shop and people could sign up we had a professional photographer who did like little 20 minute sessions yeah we had yeah mantle in the shop all decked out with florals and dried preserved material and Mm -hmm. stuff so it was really really fun and we had time slots where people would come in and our um photographer shout out to carly would take Mm -hmm. photos of these families and um they would bring their babies or their parents or their pets someone brought a hedgehog (laughs) um and they who's no longer with us actually they let us know they just came in and let us know their hedgehog festival Um, and the dog yeah so and that was really fun I felt like we had these like really fun moments with everyone coming in kind of with their families and um using the flowers as this really fun backdrop um and way to kind of like celebrate the season and take a really cute photo and so that was just like this really special activation that we did yeah and everyone sent us their holiday cards and those are the ones that are on our cooler (laughs) yeah wow Oh, how special. What a neat idea. Yeah. yeah. And now you. everyone's like, you need every month. And we're like, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> They're like, you we need plan that month. because. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's always that... fun. Always looking for ways to try and do something, you know, fun or uh, just things like that. Like we did um, for Valentine's Day. I know people send out holiday oh, yeah. cards, but Julie and I sent out Valentine's Day cards. So we made these cute little Valentines. We had everybody on our Instagram like send us their address, and we put a little dried flower bundle in there, and then just sent everyone Valentines. Oh my <laughs> gosh, like a, you a, guys! We're like kindergartners. What a fun idea! Wow. What are some other things? I want to hear all of these now. Like, what are some other things that you guys do to connect with your community? Yeah. Um, we did for our first birthday, yeah. we did a big floral installation. Um, so we're in a, like a court, an outdoor courtyard mm-hmm. area, our shop. So with a few other businesses around us exactly. as well. So we did a big installation in the courtyard and people would um, come take a photo it was like a big arch type installation in there and then tag us on their social and then they could come upstairs and get a free bouquet so that was really fun way to just kind of like celebrate being Mm -hmm. a part of the community and being open as a shop for one year and then Mm -hmm. kind of like share that with a free bouquet which yeah sounds like amazing to me (laughs) yeah who doesn't love free flowers right (laughs) yeah so that was another fun I feel like that's like one of our favorite parts of having our own business for sure is like we can think of these ideas and then be like okay we're gonna do do it it. I know and Julie and I have this thing where we literally will go when are we going to find the time who knows put it on the calendar it's happening and then then we we put it out there it just has to happen now (laughs) oh yes 
you just, yeah, yeah. Let your yes be yes. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the philosophy. And so far it's, it's worked out. We have a few like things up our sleeve for this year too, that we're excited about. Yeah. So just making it happen. Yeah. Okay. So everyone's got to follow along with you so that we can see what's going on and what's going to happen. <laughs> Tell us what you are going to eat at McDonald's at 3 a.m. <laughs> after you finish a breakdown. <laughs> Well, I would probably do this twice on the way to a wedding and then on the way from a wedding. Um, it's so accurate to like McDonald's. Yes. Yes. Right. So just off the side of the highway and, and you're starving. Oh, it's open. Yep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. first I am a strawberry milkshake, no whipped cream, um, and a medium fries. That is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There and back, you get the same thing. Yes. Yeah, I'll do it there and back. I've told Julia, like, I will start salivating as soon as we're on the road. I'm like, I'm craving my fries and my milkshake. (laughs) I know it's coming. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She, Claudia's crazy for milkshakes. I've never met someone who loves milkshakes so much. (laughs) So yeah, she's kind of like turned me on to milkshakes a little Mm. bit. So I'll get a chocolate milkshake and fries. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. We've got strawberry and chocolate. I love it. All right. So to kind of send us out, um, on a little bit more serious note, I suppose, what is something that like, what, what is kind of a vision that you guys have for the floral industry? And it can, it can be different from one another or the same. Um, like what, what would you want to see the floral industry rally together on and be known for? Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people in the industry would say the same thing just because it is such a pressing matter and problem and subject today, which is sustainability. Um, I like have a background, you know, um, like an environmental studies degree and mm-hmm. I always thought I would work in that field, but ended up <laughs> working in this field. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I really struggle with sometimes just because, you know, we go to the market all the time and all of the flowers are packed in Ugh, plastic so wrap. Much plastic. Um, and there's, you know, foam that a lot of people use in the industry, Mm -hmm. um, the way the flowers are produced, there can be pesticides involved and, um, the, you know, just everything basically from the farm to like us selling the flowers could be made more sustainable. And I feel like that's something we really are seeing is, um, people like consumers and customers wanting more sustainable products as well so I think it can come from them and then also basically like you know from the top down from every side and every step of along the way in the industry so we definitely do things to try to mitigate you know our footprint yeah it is it is something we think about a lot and then there's some days where we, we just can't do that because something requires that we use, you know, plastic or tubes or whatever. And yeah. it's just, we feel very sad about it. <laughs> yeah. But we have made some changes, um, which we see a lot of florists making similar changes, like using foam that's not foam, like Oasis, the traditional Oasis. It's made mm-hmm. out of basalt rock or wool. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely a little bit more difficult to use, but some designs really require like foam especially like our dried products will use that type Mm -hmm. of foam um some of our larger arrangements um 
So that's really great. We just sourced bamboo card picks <laughs> rather than plastic card picks, you know, when we're sending out an arrangement to yeah. um, the cards in. So that just kills me. It's like these, yeah. it's like a straw equivalent of the restaurant industry. It's mm-hmm. like, why are we using these plastic picks for every single arrangement yeah. we send? So bamboo, super stoked on that. <laughs> I and got that's one. A really easy, a really yeah. easy sub. Like that's something yeah. that's easy to, yeah. Such an easy switch. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, the um, packaging part is something I would love to see. That. Yeah, it's the pack. I know. I feel like we've passed like all these bans on plastic bags in grocery yeah, stores, which why? is amazing. Um, but like, why can't we do that for like, why? is each hydrangea head individually packaged mm-hmm. <laughs> with a plastic bag. Why? It kills me every time. Oh man. So just little things like that, where it's like co- consumers aren't seeing this end of it, but we are. And so if we yeah. rally together to change yes. little things like that, or like put in place, I don't know, um, rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that could be done. But it is mm-hmm. an issue of cost too, because cost time things yeah. that are more sustainable, usually, Right. And that comes down to us and goes down to the consumers as well. So yeah, it's exactly, we all have to just kind of be on the same page. Yeah, sure. Man. Yeah. I do think that you're right. And that, that is, it's, it seems to be a very common, um, a very common topic for everyone that I've talked to you on the podcast and, um, even, even outside of the podcast, just even with, within the team flower members and everything, it just, it's encouraging that it's a, that is a hot topic because people are seeing it and trying to like you guys, you're, you're making progress, even if it's something small, like just, just subbing out the, the card picks is something like it's a step in the right direction, you know? Um, yeah. And if we keep taking steps, then yeah. And at some point it does come down to like, it's gotta be top down too, you know, to meet in the middle, like, us, yeah. us little people can take the steps that we can take, but we don't have any control over how the p- flowers are pack- packaged, you know? So, um, but we can be willing to, you know, pay a little bit more if that means they're right. differently than mm-hmm. in plastic. Cause I'm sure these farms sometimes that are in South America or mm-hmm. like, they're not wanting to use a lot right. of expensive pr- packaging you know it's like right. it's not a priority yeah so, they just need to get their flowers out yeah mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. a, yeah be that's, a, that's a really good point yeah 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 really good point well ladies it's been so fun to talk with you today thank you for letting us into your shop and your lives and um yeah just sharing your heart with us thanks for the work you're doing and for loving your community through flowers um yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been so fun. Thank you. This has been great. And yeah, I wish we could. Yes. Bring Come everyone into anytime. the shop in Somerville, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> if you're ever in the area, make sure you go and visit the shop and say hi to them and Heather, their shop, their shop employee. Yeah. Yeah, and Heather. <laughs> and uh in the meantime, you can go to Instagram and follow them at Rococo Floral Co. and find them online at rococofloralco.com. All right, guys, next week I will be back with another special guest. In the meantime, keep loving the world through flowers. To all of you out there, thanks for listening. 
Your work with flowers matters. Here at Team Flower, we are cheering you on as you deliver light and grace and love the world through flowers one bloom at a time. Thank you for listening to the Team Flower Podcast.